Parts of the good fight for just a moment, you know, make it a point to, you know, we got to fit in at least like one mental health day a week. It's at least we could do in homage to Sarah. Um, so, kicking those thoughts off. Uh, Black Adam is about to come out. Guys, are you going to go see it? Of course you're going to go see it because it's The Rock. Like, I mean, there's only so many brothers in, like, the big time. So I, I don't care, like, how much you like or don't like him. I love him. And I think, dude, he's going to save the DC multiverse. I mean, will he? But, yeah, he will. Uh, you know, so I really think that after hearing the fans at San Diego Comic-Con, Dwayne Johnson has used his power to bring Henry Cavill back to the big screen. So, I mean, like, all this commotion and hubbub recently said that, like, we getting some Henry Cavill in it. There was a leak and end credits, needless to say. He shows up, so I don't think we get him in, like, the movie movie, but we're going to get a taste, a little morsel, maybe a little more. But, uh, you know, after the early red carpets, the the fans are saying that like they they like it this this is the direction to go in i mean you know i i really think that the rock could be taking like supreme hold of the dc cinematic universe you know my my personal postulation is that he doesn't want egg on his face i mean if he wants sequels and good ones it's really going to require key parts of the Snyderverse to return. Now, this isn't because his movie itself requires them, but the mythos of Black Adam isn't strong enough without its JSA, JLA ties. And with how established the Snyderverse is and how much the fans don't want to start over. No more origin stories. We're done with that. I mean, I think that that's like, you know, I... I think anybody who tries to compare DC and Marvel at this point, because like DC is is an old Dodge that won't turn the fuck over, and we're just like hoping that a new motor is gonna be the problem. Meanwhile, like there's two old guys in the shop going, no, 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 no. we'll just bore out the heads, it'll be okay, you know. And they just want to put the old engine back in, and it's just a will they, won't they, flip this ride. And meanwhile, M the MCU is already on like the Mark Ten, you know. I mean, yeah, they they're only in so many phases deep but really when you think about it in like the level of iron man suits i mean they're on the mark 45 now and dc is still driving to pinto so like <laughs> the rock the rock has managed to take this pinto and fly it to the moon as teth adam so i mean it's you know Save save yourself the hassle of recasting mantles outside of Ezra Miller. Get him the fuck out. Uh, you know, Warner Brothers' best bet is to take the hit, start revisioning what they have based upon what's out the Snyderverse. You know, so like, how do we get back to uniting the seven? Who's the seven going to be? Because we already have the five. So then let's just like 
let's just like end Flashpoint with like an extra sequence that introduces the new Flash and then just like have like a, a Bart Allen snap or maybe just anybody, any, just whatever takes care of the Ezra Miller problem because I want him out. I will deal with just about anything. The stupider things have happened for the Scarlet Speedster. So, I mean, we could get meta and even just cover the Ezra Miller factor and just Rorschach his ass out. Um, but, you know, does this mean that Black Adam is one of the seven? I mean, could they just, like, have a Kingdom Come event? Or could they have a Crisis event? Maybe maybe we... That's how we get rid of Barry Allen. We just do Crisis and just... Whoosh, he just disappeared in a Speed Force. Never fucking come back. You know, maybe, maybe pull them Teen Titan kids over from the TV show. Give them something better to do along the way. But, like... You know, the rumors are flying. Snyder's got a pitch for JLA 2 and 3. And with how much everybody is, like, already accepting in their head canon that the Snyder cut of JLA is canon, which, as far as I'm concerned, it is. Like, dude, like, don't release it if you don't want me to believe it. Because, like, you put those two movies side by side, like, it is too different, too different. Like, I could go on for days about how much different, like, just the Steppenwolf the value of him as a villain like went up exponentially in the Snyder cut. He looked like such a viny little baby in the OG cut, you know, the the no Snyder cut. But then like Snyderverse shows up and he's less pissy, he gets things done, he really looks like, "Hey boss, I'm trying. I'm a henchman," you know? But like the the pre Snyder cut was just like it it made him seem like such a basic little simp and nobody nobody liked that. and then and then they made him the only one so it's like they neuter him and then they take away his boss so it's like who wants to go watch a Justice League movie about fighting a henchman why would you get the biggest powers together to fight a henchman that's like that's like. That's like having, like, the entire A-Squad versus Kite Man. Like, why? Like, unless it's a really good episode of Harley Quinn, that's about it. But other than that, that does not a JLA movie make. All right? So, you know, Warner Brothers takes the opportunity, own up, go back to the OG plan via plan B. So let's let's insert that that Teth Adam. Let's figure out a way to get like a maybe a kingdom come level handshake between him and Superman after they kick each other's ass. Uh well actually after he kicks Superman's ass cuz like I mean it really like the only thing that could save Superman from Black Adam is Shazam. Like so then that way there's a two on one but really like at, has if anything's proved Black Adam is, like, more of a cockroach than Vandal Savage. He just keeps coming. Like, even if you could send him to the grave and he would come back, whether it be by willpower or otherwise. But, I mean, he dude finds a way. Like, don't, don't. And, that, and I think that that's what's so fitting about having The Rock as, as the man himself. Because, like, I mean, yes, there have been some people contending the whole why isn't there a, you know... Uh, a Middle Eastern or Arabic actor, but then it's like, bro, this is a prehistory fictional uh, country. So like Kandak, like I mean, it's it's it, it's it's a. I'm not scapegoating any of that for any of those that feel like that that was you know offensive in that right. But I have to say that like, per being a cradle of life location, 
ancient prehistory, and then you got one Calabash brother from the Pacific that's also got a little continent in him. So, like, he really does, like, genetically make up, like, all the cradle of life heritage is the that the cultures that would make up you know like a dawn of time civilization like you know pre-mesopotamian so like i think it works uh call me out on it i don't know you know but enough 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 there 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 there's some things i won't be able to predict until I see Black Adam, but from what we have now in existence, and we were to work with what we had, let me tell you, I I think they could do they they could do a lot worse. But if they fix this kerfuffle, like, and they just they take Johnson's lead, you know, they bring Cavill back in, and that means that they got to bring back Batfleck, which means that like, I mean, at that point, it's got to be. Uh, B.A. versus uh, S. versus B. type of, like, you do, like, a Superman versus Batman versus Black Adam, and then everybody comes together. Wonder Woman finally shows up. Like, if we don't have Darkseid again, which, I mean, we kind of wasted him, so it's like either he's got to return and we really get that road to, like, the super future problem that was in everybody's nightmares, or... We get something, something, something new, and and I really think in this case, like Amanda Waller's the tying agent. Like, I mean, it's already proved like how how crazy it can get with something like Starro. So, like, why not like introduce something just as crazy? I mean, it's sad that we left Parallax behind with the Ryan Reynolds Green Lantern, but like, I mean, there's. There's quite a few big villains we could be turning to right now, but I just hope that, like, somewhere in the JLA 2-3, if we did if we did go back to Darkseid, then that means, like, we'd have to have, like, Miss Miracle, Big Barda. Um, we'd have to get in the rest, like, much more filled out Wonder Woman-verse. The Furies, like, I mean... At that point, like, the second movie would all have to be about, like, the Furies just coming. Like, it would be Granny Goodness, the Furies, like, and people wouldn't know what, like, Snyder would know what to do with her. Like, I think at that point, like, call James Gunn, just like, let's just deal with the fact that, like, we need him. Like, until we can find another him, like, just be like, bro, take take some time while you're here working on Peacemaker and just, uh, like, write us, like, something really good with the Furies. <laughs> Moving forward. fast-paced world where many people are too busy to sit down and read books or news articles. But thanks to Newsly, you can now listen to the news you wish you had the time to read. By utilizing AI technology, a natural human voice reads you the news, helping you grasp the information faster and more efficiently. Newsly provides the latest news updates 24-7, letting you browse articles from topics you choose. It even has podcasts, including ours. And listeners of Rabbit Holes can get their first 30 days of premium for free, allowing you to enjoy an ad-free experience by using the special promo code in our episode description. So download Newsly today for free 
on iOS and Android or visit www.newsly.me so you can stay updated on the things that matter to you. But enough, 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 because you know what? Uh, for once, the MCU has headaches, but I don't think it's really going to be headaches for them, really. I mean, they're saying they have delays now. You know, Marvel Studios and Disney have announced delays with some noticeable changes to the calendar because the Blade movie keeps falling apart. I mean, that makes me feel kind of bad for Mahershala Ali. I mean, the guy who's playing Blade, which, I mean, still great casting choice. Um, Blade's now been pushed back to 2024. So now Fantastic Four won't begin until, uh, which is phase six, won't begin until February 2025. And then Secret Wars won't happen until 2026. So now this this puts a year gap. So, like, I mean, one, we have a time jump in Wakanda forever, but then we're going to have a year gap between Kang Dynasty and... So, I I mean, from the simpleton fan outside look, people are like, what are we going to do with all that time? And it's like, bro, they've been showing us what they're going to do with dead space. Like, we've been living in that dead space for how long? Like, a gap just means more Disney plus shit. So, I mean, there's going to be a lot of mayhem after Kang Dynasty. And episodic content may be the only way to fully express the effects and get lost in the multiverse and invest in new face heroes, you know, send some folks off, give a couple epilogues, you know. And this, I'm sure, is going to provide a window for Deadpool to easy and proper. I mean, with all the hype surrounding Wolverine and then She-Hulk's X-Men comments in the finale. I mean, this, this could be the moment to not only welcome Wade Wilson with open arms, but give way to a new X-Men featuring familiar faces. So, like, I I don't think there's going to be any issue with fitting Wolverine in. Some people are like, but doesn't he die in Logan? It's like, bro, Logan's in the super future. And for all we know, like, that's where, like, Secret Wars could end with, like, him getting deposited on another Earth. And that's just where he lands, you know. Or maybe, you know. I mean, sky's the limit. So, and I really think that, like, we'll find out what that limit's going to be in that Disney Plus year. Um Enough about superhero for a moment. I'll get back to it in a second, though. But I do, before I forget about it, want to touch on Reservation Dogs. The season finale was this week, and it was it was wacky, but it was touching. I mean, they finally got to California, but it's not what they expect when their car gets taken, and they have to complete the journey broke and on foot. But, like, dude, who leaves that much dough just like in your glove box not not smart brother but uh, after having their first experience with mexican food in la they return to the parking lot and find their car is missing but they do they mean white jesus uh i'm not gonna give too much of a play-by-play because you should watch it uh but the beach scene at the end is amazing and it just shows that the show continues to do a great job of integrating uh, the spiritual with reality, you know, and that little send-off to Daniel and him feeling like he was there. But, ah, not going to spoil it too much. But um, 
that thank you tag at the credits has me feeling that there's going to be kind of a break. I mean, I'll, I'll check into it more. But, I mean, they may just be thankful for where we've gotten in indigenous storytelling because, bro, the struggle is real. Either way, great way to end the season. And if we don't get to see the, these kids for a while, it's a perfect moment to just, like, leave them on, you know? So, um, but good. Good. I don't want to spoil that one too much because it's like that's an experience you just have to yeah to have. So check it out. Worth it every minute. It's on Hulu and FX. But uh, back to the MCU. So now where was I? Oh yes. As I mentioned earlier with the whole like X Men She Hulk thing. So like She Hulk. What the fuck did we just see? I mean, it was, it was, it was a total WTF. But like it was, it was a perfect WTF. It was all caps, but with, like, a bunch of heart emojis in between the question marks instead of exclamation marks. Um, that The throwback, like, Bill Bigsby opener was just really cool. Like, I like how they, they, they perfectly chopped it. They went and they, like, they put her in the damn outfit and everything. Like, everything down to, like, the whole car on the side of the road in the rain. But, like, um... <laughs> Either way, it seems like things just come to just, like, start clicking together on the whole, like, solving the mystery train. And so, like, this whole Scooby gang moment kind of derails when Jen just, like, happens her way into the, like, bad guys meeting who've just been, like, paying to use Blonsky to just host their bad guys seminars i you know but then at that point like that's when she just calls time out you know and and then at that point just like extracts herself from the episode we kind of have this like hideo kojima moment where it just goes and blips to the disney plus screen almost makes you think that like it accidentally broke and then she just smashes her way out um and then finds her way at Marvel Studios, uh, you know, and then she's like trying to like find the head honcho, which turns out is an AI robot, which like great joke naming it Kevin after, you know, Kevin Feige. But like, I, I guess it turns out they wanted to put a hat on him initially. And Kevin himself thought that was dumb. And they're like, why would you put a hat on it? And they're like, but Kevin, it's you. And he's like, well, I don't see the similarity. It's like, bro, like. You will wear a freaking eight hundred dollar suit with your favorite ten dollar hat. Okay, I know that kind of guy. I'm that guy on set too. Okay, but like, I think it would have looked great in a very Pixarish type of way to put Kevin's hat on there. But that's just me. Um, the you know, but the interesting part is when she finally gets like to make her closing statement, which is funny because we didn't get a lot of lawyer time, which I hope. Season two, we really just go back to Ally McBeal. Like, I really wanted to feel more like Ally McBeal meets Felicity type of Boston legal. Like, it, it really, it's missing those elements. That's the only thing that I've been wanting more out of this show. But the show, it had to prove it could be something other than every other type of superhero show. And that when people come to She-Hulk to guest star, even if they're already established in the MCU or looking for their moment, like, it's a vacay. 
Like, She-Hulk is the vacant. Like, everybody's been dumping on those superhero movies are too much. Well, then it's like, okay, how do we give you a break from it while still being inside of it? She-Hulk. Like, and that's what she was in the books. Like, it, it was it was escapism from the escapism when he got too serious. Like, Sokovia Accord's getting you down. She-Hulk. We're here to repeal those, you know? <laughs> so, like, I think, you know, the wrap-up is kind of rush, but it was totally worth it. You know, in exchange for the payoff of meeting Kevin and then Jen expressing the our the audience's want for X-Men to show up. Uh, great to see Daredevil just to get thrown in there for some quick male objectification and awkward moment with the family. But I was a little sad at how we got a cliffhanger introduction to Banner's son, Scar. You know, it was very much. But I mean, that's the point where they were a sitcom. It's just like, hey, cliffhanger. It's my kid. You know, but uh Blonsky getting bailed out by Wong is probably my favorite part. You know, I mean, Emil going to Comertage, that puts him on the ready for not only Wong, but Doctor Strange and potentially some dirty work for the Secret Wars, maybe. You know, I mean, that's a brain that would totally come in handy. Like, he could really, like, if you were to kill a Hulkish thing just to, like, I mean, dude, the bromance. We put Blonsky and Banner together, and then especially, like, with Rick and Harrison Ford coming in as Red Hulk. God only knows. Like, those those two versus him, like, dude, 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 dude. Well, time will tell. And where time's telling the most, Quantum Leap. Guys, we've waited our whole lives for this to come back, and this week's episode takes us on a romp through the 80s uh, as bounty hunters. Uh, ben leaps into a woman for the first time, which is just, I mean, we've seen it a million times, but this is Ben's first time. Uh, he's on the hunt for a bail jumper while trying to help his host decide if she's going to say yes to a marriage proposal. I mean, this is probably the first attempt in the new series to really try and feel like a classic episode. Uh, it does pull it off in some cases. You know, Ben experiences some of the trials and tribulations of leaping into a woman. Uh, it didn't oversell it as much as previous episodes with Sam. Uh, and some fans kind of called it out for that, which I, you know, I thought was funny is like how like it kind of like woke proofed itself, even though like quantum leap is woke as show. So deal with it. But like, it kind of like washed itself down a bit. So that way it wouldn't be like, Oh, now you're trying to be woke, but we were, uh, because it is, and it always has been. But, um, you know, I also feel that it didn't outwardly do it too much because in some of the ways that it was a great way of showing, like, you know, a man in a fish-out-of-water scenario of trying to be a woman, there were quite a few things that were acceptable to do back then in the, you know, gender woes, sex revolution wars type of like war of the sexes thing that some ways of explaining that from that perspective was probably considerably male feminist back then would be like I don't know bro now so I mean it's it hits it but it doesn't I feel it could have done more too uh you know but more so the the leap and it's less than a love serve as a gateway to Ben getting his memory back you know and then Ben finally remembers like the hologram he's been staring at all the whole time is actually like the woman of his dreams the love of his life you know and uh you know 
I kind of have to say solving that in three episodes was better than Sam in four seasons because he didn't really remember his wife until, like, he swapped back with Al. And then he's like, oh, yeah, wife. Huh. You know, speaking of Sam, um, Magic, you know, reveals that he knows Sam leapt into him and that in some ways he kind of felt it. And then, like... He later found out about Project Quantum Leap and realized, like, his name was on file. And then, like, he got to know that, like, his alternate history was, you could have died. Like, so I, this, this definitely feeds into the show's purpose of the search for Sam as the support characters seemingly in one way or another have a reason to be thankful to Sam Beckett. So, I mean, with the way the story's played out, methinks we'll be pleasantly surprised enough with what they intend to do, and things could be looking up even though ratings have been looking a little down. But NBC has shown support by greenlighting six more episodes, but, you know, I mean, like, Belisario does have some clout, so, like, to that mean he could do no wrong, he's, he's like a golden god, so, like, I, I think he easily got that six more, but in those six episodes could provide the shark jump to get us to season two i mean could they successfully go on a hunt for sam without bacula i mean is it possible to figure this out with just janice and side note where the hell is sammy joe i mean is there anyone left in the beckett family where's all i mean time babies from the previous show i mean has sam just hiding in plain sight i mean could he just like lost his memory as a hobo on the street i mean but I am certain we could probably see some evil leapers on the horizon, especially after Deborah Pratt's AMA remarks on Reddit. I mean, she was just like, mm, could be. Uh, but what I do know is it looks like we'll be going to the Wild West in next week's episode. And this shows that Ben will be going back even further in time than expected, much like when Sam went back to the Civil War. So I will have to say it, though, if we're going this far back in time, it's only a matter of time before Ben slingshots to the future. I mean, there were murmurs of Sam going to the future in future seasons, so why not Ben? What if Sam's in the future? Oh, boy. <laughs> well, that's our entertainment news for the week. I'll catch you in a couple of days for the Maui Local. Until next time, aloha. <laughs>